Boom. Hello. 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 Hopefully my audio isn't completely terrible. I don't think it will be. Because my toddler ran off with my um piece of my microphone. I can't find it right now. He's um he's a fast little dude. He he grabs stuff and the stuff disappears, and there's nothing I can do about it just because <laughs> that's how he works, you know. He says, Dad, what's that? Or not even not even saying anything. He just sees something that he's like, yo. I'm gonna like that. He takes it, runs off, and then I'm out of a piece of my, to my microphone, and there's nothing I can do about it. That's just life. Um, but anyways, um, I originally had this episode titled more along the lines of talking about Bryce Mitchell. Um, he's a UFC fighter from Arkansas. You know, we love our boys from Arkansas because we are from Arkansas. Running for Congress there soon. I'm gonna get a sign hung up. Um, either this weekend or sometime next week to actually show that I'm going to adjust my mic real quick to actually face me a bit more. If, if the cuts out, you know why my mic is loose. Hello. Hello. There we go. We're here. We're back. We are here. You are here. Um, yeah. Bryce Mitchell talk about the federal reserve. About how they're corrupt, obviously, we know that. Um, Federal Reserve basically single handedly caused the Great Depression. I mean, there's a lot of things people don't know about the Federal Reserves, and also the fact that I mean, they, these people aren't elected, they just they, they control the currency, and they no one had a say in that, they just kind of are there. And you just have to kind of deal with that or just live with that. Nothing you can do about that, that's just life for you, unfortunately. But, but. I'm talking, we're gonna talk about these fucking gas prices we got right now. Cause, bro, I live in Arkansas, right? We're just gonna hop straight into the show. We're gonna, into the show. I live in Arkansas, right? I'm 23 years old. I've never seen gas prices this high ever in my life. People say it got really high back in 2008 with Obama. I think that was his. When did Obama take office? It was 2008, right? Yeah, he came in 2008, right, 2014, 14 to 16. Yeah, it was Obama. They said 2008, gas prices got like stupid high, right? And I have a co-worker who said they got like $4 then. And it's over $4 now here in Arkansas. Just here in town, there's a gas station that's $3.99, dude. And every time I'm driving home from work, I just want to like, I just want to scream because I'm looking at these gas prices. I'm like, why in the world are things getting this high? I'm like, I know why. And it shouldn't be happening, but it is. Because we got a retard in office. We got, we have, we have, we are stuck with Joe Biden, the fake president, the guy who didn't even get elected, but the guy who got consecrated basically into this office, but the guy who didn't actually legitimately win. We're left with this bozo. And everyone else in the world sees him as a complete joke. This dude, this dude isn't taken seriously at all. He's lost all the time. Sure, he has dementia. There's mental decline, obviously. But they still have him out in front. For This is vote, vote blue no matter who mentality. And, well, first of all, that didn't even matter because he didn't even really win. But that's how he still ended up getting this spot. Mainly because, oh, Joe Biden, that's that's Obama's vice president. We know who Joe Biden is. Biden's with the black guy. Everybody voted for the black guy because he was black. 
And that's what you saw on TV. I remember being a kid and watching that on TV. My parents keeping me up and had us watch this stuff, right? And we're getting ready to go to the next day of school. It was a celebration at school the next day, I swear it was. And we were just, I'm just sitting here looking at the TV and talking about, say, I'm so, I'm so happy. Like Martin Luther King would be so proud. We elected our first black president. And as a kid, I was just like, okay, he's black. I'm black. Uh, other presidents have been white. Other people have been white. Other people have been black. Why does it matter that he's black? It just, it didn't make sense to me. But to everybody else, all the other adults and other black folks, it just it just clicked. There it is. Oh, he's black. Let's vote for him. And people really thought race race relations would get better. It didn't. Obviously, things have gotten astronomically worse. I remember I remember being a kid and. There was never really an issue with, hang, with with hanging out with the white kids or being with the black kids or we never really thought about that. We knew we knew some kids were black, we knew some kids were white, but we never really cared about it, right? But I, remember, I do remember being in high school and students literally get bullied because obviously there was there was a most my school was like mostly black. I'm gonna say maybe ninety percent black. And I remember in the morning time the white like the nerd kids. People just call them the white kids, but it was typically the kids who were white who would be in the, at the lunch tables in the morning playing Yu-Gi-Oh or Bakugan or like Magic. Um, I was one of those kids. I I, enjoy, I played Yu-Gi-Oh like all the time. I was the greatest in my high school at the high school at the time. Also the greatest in Bakugan. Still the greatest now is undeniable. And I would always, I'd have to, I'd have to defend them because they felt like they couldn't say anything to them because they, they were scared of the, they were scared of the other kids. They were like, well, we're white. They're going to jump us, which th that has happened before at that school. So the white students never said anything or stood up for themselves just because how people would retreat them. So I was like, kind of, I want to, I don't want to say mediator, but how, what do you say that defender? I don't know. But I, I, I had to stand up for them because they weren't doing it for themselves. I wish they did. I wish people would stand up for themselves. Stop, stop being scared of being called racist or something like that. But that was unfair to them. How is this even related to gas? Where am I going with this? Anyway, Obama sucks. Joe Biden sucks. He shouldn't got put in office. His election was a lie. He's a piece of shit. He's ruining our country. He's putting, he's wanting to put us in a freaking another war for no reason whatsoever to, uh, to distract people from the fact that these people have ruined our lives for the past two years. Well, yeah, basically two years. Ever since Joe Biden has taken office, everything has just gotten absolutely worse. Because last year around this time, gas was like, I remember gas still being like at like $1.80 something cents, I believe. The lowest it got when Trump was in office was at a $1.39 here in town. Now it's $3.99, dude. What in the fuck? Sorry for my language, but what in the world is going on with that? There is no reason why I should have ever gotten that high. And the fact that it did, if people online, I'll, I, I can, I'll, I'll talk to these people sometimes. They'll comment on my stuff on Facebook. I use Facebook because I have to interact with the boomers. I got to make sure these people know who I am for the 2024 election here in District 54 in Arkansas because I am running for state representative. Make sure you vote for me if you live around here. But I have an, I have an old teacher. I don't want to dox her, even though she's an idiot. But that's not, that's not a reason to dox anyone. But she commented on my post when I was talking about these high gas prices. And I was, I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm not gonna ride a bike to school. I mean, ride, I mean, ride a bike to work. And part of it was joking, part of it was serious. Cause like prices are high, but I'm not gonna ride a bike to work. I mean, I might, I was actually looking it up how long it would take. 
Um, if, I, if I wake up early enough, I can make it to work on time every day. I've been thinking about it. But she she gets on there in comments and she's saying like, um, you'll live. And I was like, I was like, I was like, of course I live from it, but it's like, you shouldn't have to be living through this at all. I was like, you could, just, and I said, you could live through a famine right now. I was kind of calling her fat. Cause I, I mean, we all have like the excess weight that we have in our bodies that make it where we could live through a famine. The people in America could definitely live through a famine. They probably need a famine right now. Not saying I don't want a famine, but maybe that'll turn people back to God, honestly. But, um, she, and I, I made the comparison. I was like, you could live through a famine, but you would avoid that at all costs, would you not? And then she goes like, well, that's a false comparison. You can't say that. And I, and I was like, are you an idiot? I was like, can you not see the kind of like, comparison I made here? High gas prices could have been avoided, but we have high gas prices. A famine can be avoided, at least at this moment, can be avoided, so we should avoid it. Why make our lives harder when it doesn't have to be? Or why, why, why make it hard for, if you want, if she's, she's like, I care about people. I want to get them out of war. Putin is, Putin is evil. I'm like, bitch, you, you, I shouldn't call her that. I shouldn't call her that. But this lady here, she wants to talk about like me not being educated. I'm just like, lady, like, do you understand like the stuff going on there? She's like, well, it's more nuanced than this. Like, you don't understand what's going on here. Reggie, I'm so, I'm so upset that you allowed yourself to become this angry reactionary kind of person you just you're so angry and fueled and then lied to by like this this false dichotomy going on in the media and, and she's talking about like me failing to see the nuance here but she was one of these people who when it was very 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 absolutely clear that Callan Rittenhouse is innocent she was saying he should be put in jail he should be raped in prison I'm I'm so mad that he's free this man is evil why he's free and she was she was one of these people but I'm not the one seeing any nuance, you know, and she, she will fail to see the fact that, um, Russia, the fact that like there are a bunch of, a bunch of these different countries were actually under Russia, right? I mean, Ukraine was too. And the fact that our, and, th and this kind of is honestly a large fault of NATO constantly expanding and Russia was just like, Hey, yo, chill what you're doing here. Right? Like, I'm not trying to go at war here, but we kind of need Ukraine. Um, winter rolls around our ports freeze up. We have to wait to be able to get things in. We can't get resources because our ports are frozen. It is too cold up here. But with having Ukraine, that it gives them that. And also that allows them to have, like, that gives them an extra amount of security that they have. They're not going into Ukraine because they want to kill, like, <laughs> Jews or something like that. They don't want to go and just, like, and kill people like that. Because if, if it was really that case, they would just throw bombs, literally... All over the entire nation or something like that right but it's deeper than that right and the, all these people were saying um pray for ukraine um pray for pray for the ukrainian ukrainian citizens and like also like okay why, why are we forgetting about russia russia has a nation russia has people are we gonna pay pay pray for the people of russia because maybe they don't even understand what's going on here i mean i don't want to say all of them don't but they don't i'm sure they don't want war either and i'm sure they don't want to have to where their money is unable to be used anywhere outside of their nation. I'm sure they would like to be able to use maybe Amazon or some other, some American like um, website to order some cool stuff. I don't know, right? But the fact that they're being cut off from the world, I'm sure they don't think that's cool. Maybe some of them think it's due. Because Russia's having their own intranet, right? To be able to 
separate themselves from the whole world. I'm, I'm sure they were actually preparing for this kind of thing. I'm not saying, I don't understand myself enough about Putin, Russia. There are more people who know more about this than me. But when you have George Soros, actual Nazis, um, all of mainstream media putting out false information in support of Ukraine, and there's videos of people who are supposed to be dead, supposedly, but are moving in the body bags, coming up, and they're supposed to pretend to be dead. It's just like, no. There's there is something else going on here. Zelensky is not an innocent man. He's not a patriot by any means. It's like, America, America should be looking to him as an example. No, we should not. He's not a good dude. So, Tobias is screaming. If you hear a baby screaming, it's Tobias. But you get what I'm, you get what I'm saying here. Ukraine, not good. Um, that's not I'm saying I, I support Russia or anything. I mean, I don't know enough to be able to make that decision. But if anything, the, the simplest thing people can understand for this, even like the maybe most simple-minded American or who doesn't, who don't care to understand the nuance or don't have the capacity to do so, is to see. Well, I'm American. I only care. I care about America and what's best for America. And us to be over here, investing our, our troops and our money into another country, another country's border instead of our own, and our into maintaining safety of our own nation, our own people, is absurd. Why are we not caring about our own home? Even the simplest people can get that. And I think maybe that's what most people see on this, but people who understand more of the nuance here is actually with this Russia-Ukraine thing. I feel like maybe they would be more sympathetic to Russia because Russia is not a communist nation, contrary to popular belief. People will still talk about how Russia is a communist nation when it's not. It hasn't been for over 20 years, maybe 30 years now, but it, it's been a while. I think almost 30 years, but Russia is not a communist nation. And I'm, to I'm totally not for communism. I'm not for mass genocide or anything like that. But I just think we should stop trying to vilify Russia and Putin and stop trying to make a hero out of Zelensky in Ukraine because it's, it's much deeper than that. I'll I'll get past this eventually, but it's much deeper than that. And they're talking about how he's giving guns to children and women to help fight in the war. Look at him. I'm like, dude, are you thinking? Are you are you just retarded? Does that's not okay. Why would you be giving weapons to women and children instead of giving weapons to the men who should be defending your nation, right? If, if that's if your nation is really in trouble, why would you put women and children on the front lines giving them weapons? Why would you sacrifice your own people? Make it make sense. Anyways, um, that whole rant when he's supposed to go get, get, get into that kind of thing, but I do want to talk about these gas prices. That was that was what all, all this was about. It's about these dang gas prices. It's about these gas prices. All right, all right, all right. I'll read these gas prices. If anybody, if anybody's in a live chat, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop over there for a second, see what's going on. By the way, this article was sent to me. It's, it's a local um, writer around here, right? But they reported on this a national event. My wife sent me this uh, while I was at work. My wife is like my best researcher, journalist. She, she sends me info when I miss it sometimes because work can get a little busy. But I, I, mean, I am trying to, I'll bring it up again. I am trying to run for Congress over here in my state, District 54, 2024. I'll be 25, old enough to run. So if you live over here, vote for me. Vote for me in 2024. The, the primaries are probably going to be in March that year. That's the real election, to be honest, because this area, they're never going to vote for a Democrat, which is good. 
I know a lot of the people around here. I'm talking to a lot of businesses to get my sign set up where a lot of people actually visit. So it's going to be a good thing. Talk to a lot of people in the background as well. Great things are in store. Great things are in store. So you better hop on the Nub train. Nub 2024. God first, family first, Arkansas first, America first. Anyways, let's hop into this article. Let's hop into this article. Um, a headline is U.S. strikes harder at Putin, banning all Russian oil imports. Ryan says, striking harder at Russia's economy. President Joe Biden on Tuesday ordered a ban on Russian oil imports in retaliation for Vladimir Putin's onslaught in Ukraine. The major trade action responding to pleas of Ukraine's embattled leader thrust the U.S. out front as Western nations seek, seek to halt Putin's invasion. Americans will feel pain, too, at the gas pump Biden acknowledged, declaring defending freedom is going to cost. Let's pause here for a second. Um, this actually came from, I think, um, AP News. But the source came from another article. If it's another, if it's another mainstream source, they're probably pro-Ukraine because they suck. I'm like, the, the media sucks, obviously. We know this. But, um, you know, a media that doesn't suck, um, Red Liberty Media, I work with these guys. We like to put out the truth on a lot of things. We don't like to hide. We don't hide. We don't hide shit, right? We tell you the truth about what's going on because we care about the truth. We care about actually giving you guys what's really going on. I'm not. We're not trying to paint narratives. We know what's right. We know what's wrong. We know that God wins in the end. So why should we lie? We know that right will always prevail. And it's time for you to be on the right side of history. So we want to be the guys giving you the right stuff. Red Liberty Media, check us out. Um, but yeah, it says defending freedom is going to cost. Cost who, nigga? <laughs> I mean, why, why should it cost? That our free, My freedom is right here in America. My freedom ain't concerned about Ukraine, dude. My freedom ain't concerned with Russia. My freedom's concerned with what's going on in America. You know, you know what you did to our what you did to our freedom over here in America when you forced us to get vaccines, like vaccines, and if we didn't get them, we were going to lose our jobs. Many people did lose their jobs in many large cities. People were separated from their families. People had to watch their family members die from like through a glass or it couldn't even be with them in their dying moments because they were extremely old and caught a cold or something like that. And they couldn't even be around them. They had to watch and they had to watch a damn funeral through a zoom call. All of this because of your fucking regime, Joe Biden, all of this because of you and your tyranny and what you did to your own people in America. You don't even, I don't even think you don't even care to be American. You're a globalist. What do you care about America? What do you care about us? We're the people. How about you worry about our freedom? You, you're worried about everywhere else because you, you, you know if people were to actually remember what happened here over these years, they would actually be doing something. A man has committed, a man committed suicide over what happened on January 6th. He didn't do anything illegal. He was led to the Capitol by cops, put into um, solitary confinement, isolated from his family and friends. The man took his life. Our government did this. Our government did this. Joe Biden did that. These people are evil and they want us to ignore all this and worry about somewhere else and, and their, their land and their people because they, they, they're, they're allowed to be sovereign. They're allowed to be have nations. They're allowed to have wars. They're allowed to be nationalists, but we can't. But we can't. I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, freedom is going to cost. I wouldn't say this is some 
I'll let my child in here for a little bit. I, it's not something I would, I'm not trying to die for it, but I would. I have to, I, I have to live here. So I'm going to make the best out of it. Give me one second, fellas. I think, hold, hold on. Okay. Mama is calling Tobias. So if he keeps it up, you're going to see baby, baby nub on stream again. But I think that's just a saying. Americans will feel pain at the gas pump too. We don't, we don't even have to, dude. We're the ones that, no, not, not me, you, Joe Biden. You're the ones deciding to have our oil imported from foreign nations when we have that, those resources here in our own land. We are dependent on other people for our oil, for our manufacturing, for our clothes, for, our t for almost, I'm sure more than half the things in my room right now are made in China when it could be made in America. We could be independent. But we decided to give all of our jobs away for because it's a free market and it would cost less and the GDP would be better. Mm -hmm. But how was that how is that better for me? GDP ain't helped me none. I mean, how about the millions of Americans who don't who probably would have a much better job, a much better life, a stable life if those jobs were here? Just imagine, and they don't have that. And these gas prices, you could you could fix that immediately, like right now. That could be fixed overnight, within like 30 minutes. Oh, gas prices are high. Let's start putting our own oil again, like Trump did. You know when we had when we had an actual president, that man did it. So why can't you do it? Why are you why are you making our lives hard when you, when it doesn't have to be? Oh, because you want to push out these green vehicles to these electric cars, right? These, these things are gonna save the environment. Those cars fucking suck dick. Frankly, dude, they, they're ass. I don't want them. You can keep them. I, you know what? I'm not even the kind of guy who likes to go mudding, but I got a lot of friends who do. I'm not gonna take that from them. It looks kind of fun, actually. They do that here in Arkansas. There are some good people here in Arkansas. So, gas, yeah, gas can be literally, the price can be lowered overnight if we decide to actually get oil from our own land, which we could right now. But you know, I'll continue on here. It says the imports have been a glaring omission in the massive sanctions put in place on Russia over the invasion. Energy exports have kept a steady stream of cash flowing to Russia despite otherwise severe restrictions on its financial sector. I think this here is um biden says is we will not be part of subsidizing putin's war biden said calling the new action a powerful blow against russia's ability to fund the ongoing offense uh, ongoing offensive hey joe biden you remember this thing you did not too long ago in afghanistan where you didn't really get all of our troops out and left a bunch of our weapons and tech over there to the taliban would you call that subsidizing? You didn't give them directly just cash, but gave them a lot, a lot of our resources. They didn't even have to be cash because you just gave them weapons, like planes, ships. I mean, I'm sure it was money over there as well. Would you, would you call that subsidizing at all? I think it would be. I think that's definitely a subsidy. How about you stop subsidizing them? Well, no, he doesn't really care. We know he doesn't care. We know he doesn't care. Here it says, Biden said the U.S. was acting in close consolation with European allies who are more dependent on Russia's, Russian energy supplies 
and who he acknowledged may not be able to join. He said he acknowledged. Hold on. Biden said the U.S. was acting in close consultation consultation with European allies who are more dependent on Russian energy supplies and who who he acknowledged may not be able to join in immediately. Okay, The announcement marked the last Biden attempt at cutting off Russia from, from, from much of the global economy and ensuring that the Ukraine invasion is a strategic loss for Putin, even if he manages to seize territory. Ukraine will never be a victory for Putin, Biden said. Ukrainian President Zelensky in a tweet praised Biden, Biden's actions, saying, thankful for, the, thankful for U.S. and President of the United States' personal leadership in striking in the heart of Putin's war machine and banning oil, gas, and coal from the U.S. market. Encourage other countries and leaders to follow. The European Union this week will commit to phasing out its reliance on Russia for energy needs as soon as possible, but filing the void without crippling EU economies will likely take some time. The UK, which is no longer part of the EU, the UK, which is no longer part of the EU, announced Tuesday that oil and oil products from Russia will be phased out by the end of the year. Yeah, so now everyone here is dependent on Russia, right? And many of these people don't even have to be. I'm sure. I'm sure every country probably doesn't even have to be. They can make oil in their own countries, and get oil from other countries, but they don't. And of course, Zelensky is praising Biden because you know Biden was literally getting paid from these people, and his sons are literally getting paid from these people. So like, they're all it's, all it's all one global team. These globalists, they're all working together here. And the fact that like Putin was not on board with this junk, right? That's why they all hate him. That's why they're trying to separate him. They're just trying to cut him off. Everything, but you know, I think I think Russia and, and all of this is going to be okay. I think they're all going to be fine because he he, want, he wants to just make Putin seem evil and Russia seem evil, and that makes it that makes it easier for people to forget there are actual there are actual people in Russia, there there are there are Christian people in Russia. There 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 are human beings there in Russia, and you tell someone that there's like oh yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. It's just it's, it's how the media. He's talking about all of this. You, you, you're you not aware of that, right? They make, they, 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 they've completely villainized the whole population of Russia. And frankly, it's not, it's not right. It's not right. I should have brought some water. My throat is getting dry, dude. Dry. I'll continue. It says, unlike the U.S., which is a major oil and gas producer, Europe relies on its imports for 90% it's gas and 90% of its oil products. Wow. Let me read that again. Unlike the U.S., which is a major oil and gas producer. Exactly, right? So why don't we get our own stuff? Uh, which is a major oil and gas producer. Europe relies on 90% of its imports of its gas and 90% of its oil products. <laughs> Over 90% of their, of their oil and 90% of their gas comes from elsewhere. Russia supplies 40%, 40% of, Ru of Europe's gas and a quarter of its oil. The U.S. does not import Russian natural gas. Okay. The issue of oil sanctions has created a conflict for the president between political interests at home and efforts in, to impose costs on Russia. Though Russian oil makes up only a small part of U.S. imports. So why is it... I'll read. 
Though Russia, the Russian oil makes up only a small part of U.S. imports, Biden has said he was reluctant, reluctant to ban it, cutting into supplies here, pushing gasoline prices higher. That's all his fault. You, we know it is. Inflation is at a 40-year peak, fueled in a large part by gas prices, and that could hurt Biden heading to November midterm elections. And, and, and it should. These people should not be getting reelected ever again. And if, if the American people allow this to happen, it just shows you how foolish they are, how quick they are to forget what happened, what has happened to us. They're, they're so quick to forgive. I mean, we should we should forgive all because you know, Jesus forgave, forgave all sin. But to forget what they did to us is unthinkable, unthinkable. I don't even want to think about it. You should not forget what they did to us whatsoever. We should keep this in mind constantly. Keep this in mind going to the midterms. We know why the COVID mandates are dropping. We know why it's all happening. Just not too long ago at work, the OSHA mandate was, was going to make it to where I, because I'm unvaccinated, was going to have to wear two masks in my office by myself, even with my door was open. And I could only take them off if my door was closed, if I was completely isolated. And if I was walking anywhere in this facility, I had to wear two masks. And it's either, it was either, I'm, I'm doing that, I still have to do that. It's either that and get tested every week where I get vaccinated. Yeah, um, that was so not going to fly. And the federal courts came back and dropped it all. As soon as it dropped, Nucor, yeah, Nucor this is the company I work for, Nucor, decided to let, to, to let it happen to say, um, oh, now um, instead of making it to where only the unvaccinated have to wear two masks and the vaccinated do not, um, we're gonna make it to where everyone just has to wear a single mask, and then it came up on oh, midterms are coming up. Democrats decided to drop everything, even the Republicans in these states. You, you dirty bastards! Re these Republicans, you will not forget what you did because you had the power to to cut it all off. Asa Hutchinson, you did not. I'm coming for your office one day, dog. But King Nub may, might well be governor of Arkansas one day. I'll make sure that something like that never happens again in this land. But there are many, many Republicans. Most of the most of the seats and most of the states are and most of the governors are Republican. And this still was allowed to happen in the U.S. Don't forget these people. They must be taken out of office. They must and will be taken out of office. <sighs> All right. Where did I read here? It says Putin's war is already hurt. Yeah, I'll continue. Where am I at? Yeah, Putin's war is already hurting Americans' families at, ga at the gas pump, which is your fault, Biden. And said, Biden said, adding, I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. Really? Are you really? Are you really? <laughs> gas prices have been rising for weeks due to the conflict and in anticipation of uh, potential sanctions on the Russian energy sector. The average price for gasoline... So the, the average price for a gallon of gasoline in the U.S. hit a record $4.17 Tuesday, rising by 10 cents in one day, and up 55 cents since last week, according to the Auto Club AAA. Biden said it was understandable that gas prices were rising, but cautioned the U.S. Um, energy industry against excessive price increases and exploiting consumers. How are you going to blame the energy, like, bit company? Like, dude, like... You're you're you you literally have the ability to control all of this because you you do you you are the one in control of all of this. 
How about you actually do something about it? Watch sometimes as these gas prices are going to keep increasing. People are going to say, it's time to go to electric vehicles. It's happening. Watch for it. I guarantee you it's going to be happening. Because even before the U.S., um, even before the U.S. banned, many Western energy companies, including ExxonMobil and BP, moved to cut ties with, Ru- with Russia and limit imports. I'm, per- I'm pretty sure they meant to say with Russia and limit imports. Shell, which purchased a shipment of Russia oil this week, apologized for the move on Tuesday amid international criticism and pledged to halt further purchases of fresh energy. Yep, guys, we're sorry, but we're still doing it. Like, <laughs> pre- preliminary da- data from the U.S. Energy Department shows imports of Russian crude dropped to zero in the last week of February. Mm. In 2021, the U.S. imported roughly 245 million barrels of crude oil and petroleum products from Russia, a one-year increase of 24% according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. It's an important step to show Russia that energy is on the table, said Max Bergman, a former State Department official who is now a senior fellow at the Democratic Leaning Center for American Progress. Whenever I see the word progress, I just want to stab myself sometimes. Progress isn't even... No. Because Bergman, that sounds like a funny name, Bergman. Can someone look up what that sure name is or where it comes from? I don't know. It just sounds weird. Sounds a little weird. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just being retarded. I don't know. Um, Bergman said it wasn't surprising that the U.S. was able to take this step before European nations, which are more dependent on Russian energy. All of this is being done in coordination, even if the steps are not symmetrical, he said. We are talk- talking to them constantly. The White House said the ban on new purchases was effective immediately, but the administration was allowing a 45-day wind-down for continued delivery under existing contracts. The news of Biden's decision Tuesday was first reported by Bloomberg. The White House announcement came amid bipartisan pressure on Capitol Hill to ban Russian energy and impose other economic costs. They say bipartisan, but it's just all the same evil people. All, all every all these the Republicans and Democrats were in office right now. All the, all the ones like the neocons, the liberals, the communists—they're all on the same side here. They just make it seem like they're not in Congress sometimes. But these people are all ultimately on the same side here. Last you read that here? Yes, it says, Last week, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi gave a big boost when she declared, Ban it. Shut up, Pelosi. Shut up, Pelosi. On Monday, Democrats on the Powerful Ways and Means Committee posted, then removed an announcement on a bipartisan bill to ban Russian oil imports and slap further trade sanctions on the country, according to an aide because of pushback from the White House against acting before Biden had made his decision. President Biden is finally doing what members of Congress have been pushing for all along. Senator John Burrisso, a Republican in Wyoming, and a member of party leadership said Tuesday his decision to ban Russian oil is a much-needed step to kill Putin's cash cow. But late Tuesday, the, the House pushed back a vote on the bill to ban Russian oil amid disagree, disagreements among lawmakers over details. The House was expected to vote on the bill Wednesday, according to an aid granted an amenity to discuss the situation, said Jason Furman, a Harvard, uh, yeah, we're almost done here, a Harvard professor and former economic advisor of President Barack Obama. The United States economy can fully uh, can fully handle. Any other challenges associated with higher oil prices, but it will bring some challenges. 
we're going to have higher prices at the pump and there's no way around that that's bullshit there's literally a, an there's an instant way around that so much for this financial advisor right so much for this economic advisor right like literally an instant way out of it right now but okay dude i'm not an economic advisor but i know how we can instantly um, lower gas prices like right now plus he said the house would go forward with a vote tuesday on legislation to ban the russian oil imports impose trade costs on russia and expand sanctions authority against russians for attack you know, uh, russians for attacking for attacks on civilians in ukraine before the invasion, Russian oil and gas made up more than a third of the government revenues. Ooh, global energy prices have surged after the invasion and have continued to rise despite coordinated release, releases of strategic reserves, making Russian exports even more lucrative. As a consequence of Russian, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the U.S. and international partners have sanctioned Russia's largest banks its central bank and finance ministry and moved to block certain financial institu institutions from the SWIFT messaging system for international payments. But the rules included and issued by the Treasury Department allow Russian energy transactions mm -hmm. to keep going through non-sanctioned banks there that are not based in the U.S. in an effort to minimize any disruptions to global energy markets. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, Schloss, Schloss, um, I need Kai to read that. He's a, he knows German. Has said he opposes a European ban on Russian imports, and that there is no way, there's no other way, other way to meet European Union's needs for motor fuel, heat, and electricity and industrial use. Vice Chancellor Robert Habeck said Tuesday that when he visited Washington last week, um, U.S. officials acknowledged Europe was in a different situation. They told me in talks that they will neither demand nor ask that Germany do the same, but I will let extrapolate, uh, extra, extrapolate from, from that for us, for me, that we need as soon as possible to create the possibility to take similar measures. While Russian oil makes up a small amount of the overall U.S. energy imports, the U.S. could replace Russian crude with imports from other oil-rich nations, but, the, but that could provide but that could prove political that could be that could prove politically problematic it's just oil homie right <laughs> key u.s senators um are winning the biden administration for seeking any oil import deal from the nicholas um maduro regime in venezuela why do we have to go to venezuela we have oil here the biden administration's efforts to unify the entire world against a murderous tyrant in moscow should not be undercut by propping up a dictator under investigation for crimes against humanity, and Caracas said Bob Mendez, um, the chairman of Foreign Relations Committee, in a, in a statement late Monday. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's who that is. Bob Mendez, Democrat, New Jersey, chairman of Foreign Relations Committee. Okay, the democratic aspirations of the Venezuelan people, much like the resolve of courage in the people of Ukraine, are worth much more than a few thousand barrels of oil. <sighs> These people just make my head hurt. Oil's high, gas is high. What are we gonna do? Dude, that's like, that's like being in your, that's like, that's like, here's a quick example. 
That is like me, I guess, going across the street to look for water in a ditch, right? I'm just like, and the water is all dirty. I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do for water? And I turn back around and look at my house and I have like 5,000 cases of water. I'm just like, what am I going to do? There's no, the water here sucks. The water there sucks. Only if, only if, if I really cared enough about my citizens or my family to give them water, I get it from somewhere. Well, I guess I got to pay higher to get this water purified and filtered so I can make sure we can have water. And, you know, instead of just getting it from my own home, like I should, but I'm a fucking idiot. Joe Biden sucks, dude. This this whole ordeal, this all these all these high gas prices literally can be avoided if we just use our own oil. I know I keep saying that, but is that not clear to him? I feel like it is. He's just refusing to do it. And that's that's terrible. That's terrible. Let's see what we got here. We got poop nickel says yo yo. What's up, poop nickel? Fat Florida PaleoCon. King Nub is base? So true. So true. Thanos! Good to have you back, man. Good to have you back, man. Alright, um, one other th well, damn. I talked a lot about this gas stuff. I wanted to talk about something else completely here. <laughs> I think I can still do it. I can still do it here. But yeah, that's the um that's the gas situation, man. Biden, you suck, bro. You hate us? Why do you hate us? Well, you're a globalist. I mean, that's clear, right? But what the other thing I wanted to talk about was these bills are getting maybe getting passed in Canada, which Canada is basically just like China, but actually worse in my opinion, because the difference is no, China doesn't claim to be a free nation. China doesn't claim to be like democratic and be for the people and the democracy. China doesn't claim to do that. But you know, Canada does. Canada does claim to do that. But here, there are essentially three bills that are going are going on in Parliament right now. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> that um, here here are the three, and I'm going to read some articles and some things from the um, from the website as well that go into it a little deeper. But this here is essentially talking about essentially what it's going to do. Bill C10. And C11, um, this that bill will basically make it, it is media censorship bill that would eliminate alternative media. So anything that's not state funded or approved by the state will be banned. Will be will be will be taken off the air. If it is not state funded, it is gone. So everything that you know how we have here, we have like we have Infowars. Infowars exists, right? We have you are here with Elijah Schaefer because you can say that as a news source. Daily Daily Veracity with Vince, with Vince James. There there are a lot of different smaller news orgs. Well, smaller because they're not funded by the government or being peddled that way that exist, but but could be wiped out completely if they if exist in Canada. Like I think Rebel News is actually is that Canadian. I forget exactly, but all these alternative medias will be disappearing thanks to this bill here. And there's another one, which is a hate speech bill. This is Bill C-36. Hate speech bill that, in, that includes pre-crime and the ability to, to be taken to court for something you didn't even say. Not something you said, something that could, like a vague, open language. So as, some, as long as someone perceives something you say as hateful or as hate speech, you can be taken to court for it, dude. 
You could be taken to court for something you didn't even say. And Bill S233, I think it's C233, but anyway, this is guaranteed basic income and social credit score. Just like China, but also with this guaranteed basic income, you're you're going to be surprised at the kind of people who are at the people who are allowed to get it, and the kind of people who aren't allowed to get it. Um, spoiler: I'd be one of the people not allowed to because my social credit would be too low, and I'm unvaccinated. So there's that. <laughs> but first, let's. I think this is the first one. This is somewhat Bill C10. Yeah, I think I just wanted to go over the overview on it here in this article. It says Bill C10 amends the Broadcasting Act. The Act, um, the Act sets out the broadcasting um, policy for Canada, the role and powers of the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission in regulating and supervising the broadcasting system. Regulating, supervising. And the mandate for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, the Act plays an important role in supporting Canada's cultural industries and ensuring Canadian content is available and accessible. The Commission, an independent administrative tribunal, is responsible for this is from I think this is from Mexican website is responsible for determining the regulatory requirements to be imposed on broadcasting undertaking with a view of implementing the policy established established by the act and for enforcing the requirements, regulatory decisions, and generally made by following processes that allow for the for input by interested parties and the public. The commission primary regulatory tools under the current act consist of licensing broadcasting undertaking or exempting classes of undertakings from licensing I'm imposing conditions of license of exemption and passing regulations traditional over the air broadcasters, that is, those use radio frequencies to deliver audio and audio. Blah, 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 blah. Let me just keep going to all this stuff. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try to find here. Mm. Okay. They're, they're making, they're, they're burying it. I got to find these exact lines here. There's a, there's a bunch of clauses in it, right? There's a bunch of clauses in it. I, I hate I hate their websites. They, they dig this stuff in it. It's so hard to find. That's why that's why I got another article that actually goes over this stuff. Because, geez. Yeah, anyway. On Bill 10, that's honestly all you really need to know. If that bill were to get passed, actual, actual news would be eliminated. The news, like the trustworthy news you could get would be eliminated completely. We know the regime in Canada, they're not good people. We saw what they did to the truckers. They actually, they invoked the Emergencies Act. They, they arrested people at the Capitol for protesting. They, they, they took away their um their um, licenses. And they also, they, they tracked down people and doxed the people who donated to the trucker convoy in Canada and these people had their bank accounts frozen up. That's what they did to protesters. So I don't think I trust those people to be dictating the kind of media that is okay or permissible. I don't think I trust them to do that. And I don't think you should either. 
Um, the next one here that we were talking about how hate speech bill, hate speech bill. Let me open this up here. Okay. It says liberals introduce bill to fight online, all, online hate with criminal code amendments. I think my child's coming back. Here's that. Where is that part I wanted to read? Well, it's not a long article. Uh, I just feel like I'm taking up too much time. I feel like I'm taking up too much time. Well, it's not. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. We can read it. We can read it. All right. Liberals have introduced a bill to tackle online hate by amending by amending Canada's Criminal Code and Canadian Human Rights Act. Bill C-36 would allow a person to appear before a provisional court with the Attorney General's consent. If the person's if the person fears that another would will commit an offense motivated by bias, prejudice, or hate based on race, national or ethnic origin, language, color, religion, sex, age, mental or physical disability, sexual orientation, gender identity or expression, or any other similar factor. God damn. That's just too much. Ugh. Yeah, like, and dude, it is, you know, it doesn't even have to be, there's actual, they, they just have to fear. They just have to feel like they said something like that, or they feel like they, they get that from it. If they do, there it is. There goes, you're in trouble now. You're in trouble with the feds now because of that. Yeah. Hate is defined the bill as the emotion that involves destination or vilif vilification and that is stronger than dislike or disdain. But hatred is not incited solely because it discredits, humiliates, hurts, or offends. In addition, the bill amends... In addition, the bill would amend the Canadian Human Rights Act to make it a discriminatory practice to communicate hate speech through the internet where it is likely to foment destination or vilification of any individual or group of individuals on the basis of prohibited ground of discrimination. So it, is amended, it is an amended version of a controversial section that was repealed in 2013 and made criticism it has violated freedom of speech rights. I think actually, I don't know. No, that wasn't Jordan Peterson time. I feel like there was something that was going on to, that was going to dictate speech. And we obviously know that's how Jordan Peterson got extremely popular through all that, right? Because we're going to tell you what kind of pronouns you're going to have to use. And it's like, I'm not going to call a dude a woman. I'm not going to call a woman a, a man. I'm not going to do that. That's silly. That's stupid, which is so true. It says, these changes are designed to target the most egregious and clear forms of hate speech that can lead to discriminatory and violence, discrimination and violence. Minister of Justice and Attorney General of Canada, David Lametti, said Wednesday, they do not target simple expressions or dislike or disdain that pepper everyday discourses, especially online. I mean, I disagree, my man. We all say stuff like that, and we obviously know what we know is going to go on with that. So I definitely do not believe you. Definitely not believe you. Lamedi said the bill would improve the complaints process for victims and hate by allowing them to file or form a complaint with the Canadian Human Rights Commission. The bill will allow anyone to take action if they experience hate online. He said online hate is reality. C-36 is an important first step to making our online public square as safe as a public square we walk every day. Lamedi said the bill would provide an avenue to reach those at a high risk 
of being radicalized and assured that he would never play politics with our national security. Bruh, oh bruh. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Bruh, bruh, bruh. The announcement referenced the attack on a Muslim London, Muslim London, Ontario family, which had been classified as a terrorist act. The bill was introduced after the House of Commons adjourned for the summer. But Lamani said the government is very committed to it and it will be re- reintroduced if the Liberals remain in power with a political with potential fall election. However, the conservative questions the conservatives question the timing of the bill bill's introduction and say the liberals are only interested in political posturing ahead of the next election. This bill would not target hate speech, just ensure bureaucrats in Ottawa are bogged down with frivolous complaints about tweets, conservative shadow minister for justice Rob Moore said in a statement. The, the Trudeau liberals are empowering a bureaucracy to sub, subjectively restrict the rights of Canadians. In addition, the Canadian Constitution Foundation which has the mission to defend the constitutional rights and freedoms of Canadians, said in a statement that the legislation will impact the ability of Canadians to engage in debate on subjects that are unsettled. That is true. This government and the Heritage Minister in particular have proven again and again that they are anti-free expression and anti-technology. I'm anti-technology a little bit. (laughs) The um, statement read, giving government and unelected tribunal bureaucrats even the greater control over Canadians' expression will erode our fundamental rights. Nevertheless, Minister for Women and Gender Equality, good job, great title, Um, Gender Equality, Mariam Monsef said, the government needs to show it is serious about combating online hate and to timing and of the bills um, t- tabling then take away from that. The folks that I represent, people who are fearful for their lives need to hear that the government of Canada will be there for them and will do everything it can to protect their safety and security and democratic participation. She said, it's for them. Um, with the title like Minister for Women and Gender Equality, um, I'm not sure you care for what is best for the people. To be fair, ma'am, if you're actually a ma'am. I don't know. I'm scared to look you up. You got a funny name. <laughs> not judging your name. It's just, it's a little fun. It's a funny name. I don't know how to pronounce Canadian names to begin with, so. Is it really a Canadian name? It sounds like a Muslim name. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm not judging your name. It just looks funny, you know. It's just, it's just a little funny. It's a little funny. All right, I think I found it. I found the thing. The UBI thing and the social credit thing. It's gonna be the last thing we talk about here. I'm gonna wrap it up, I'm gonna be done. And I don't, wanna, I don't know when I'm gonna live stream again because work got me busy. But this, what this bill would include, right? The key features in it is um, for any person over the age of 17, including temporary workers, permanent residents, and refugee claimants. So you don't even, even got to be a citizen of Canada to actually get it. You can just be a refugee. You can be there working temporarily. And it's... <sighs> what in the freak? Even over the age of 17. Okay. 
create national standards for health and social supports that complement a guaranteed basic income program. What does that mean? What does that mean, bro? What does that mean, bro? Standards for health? What are these standards? Are you vaccinated? Are you? Wh where, where's your card? If you don't got your card, I'm sorry. No, you be eyeing for you. No, do you be eyeing for you? You struggle and die. Goodbye. If you're on vax, you're probably not even gonna get a job in Canada. So you're definitely not gonna get UBI. So they, they wanna kill you. They literally just wanna kill you. And it says, determine what constitutes a livable basic income for each region in Canada. That's what the bill is gonna do. To ensure that participation in education, training, or the labor market is not required. Okay. It's to ensure that participation in education training or labor market is not required so you don't even gotta work to get it you ain't gotta do anything huh you could be two homeless i mean you, you could you could be two two people two two like extra extra fat people shacked up together you ain't gotta work you, you'd get it you're over the age of 17. huh if anything i feel like if it were to work in the u.s i feel like husband at least have to work, right? M husband's working, mom's at home, the UBI's for the mom, to help take care of the family at the house. The extra income would help, help with home, but you know if they actually really care, they'd actually do stuff like this, but they just, I don't know. They don't, I don't think they really seem to be trying to help. It says, does not result in a decrease in services or benefits meant to meet an individual's exceptional needs related to health and disability. It's gonna, it's gonna. I say it's, it's not it's not supposed to do that, but it's gonna, you know, health. In Canada already it already sucks there, right? Going to the ER, good luck. You're gonna be there for for a day probably. The standards are gonna get even lower. I guarantee it. If this thing gets passed, and this was actually introduced before, I think it was sometime last year. This is the second time it's been put up again, right? This is the second time it's been brought up, but yeah, not good, not good. So what would the bill would do, what, what would the bill do if passed? This law would require the Minister of Finance within one year to create a Canada-wide framework for the implementation of a guaranteed livable basic income. Simply put, this means that the federal government would need to put together the standards and a plan from which it, from which it, along with other levels of government, could create basic incomes in their jurisdiction jurisdictions. It requires that the um, minister consult. And all other relevant ministers and their provisional counterparts, indigenous elders, governing bodies, as well as policy and basic income experts, the report must also include any social, health, economic conclusions and recommendations that will complement the framework and guide the creation of a basic income scheme. You know, if it gets passed, unvaccinated or not going to get it. Sim simple as that. If you're deemed as a threat to the government there, you're not going to get it. Simple as that. Honestly, I do have another article, but I don't think it's necessary to go go into it. We kind of covered everything here. If you're unvaccinated, you're not getting the UBI and in the social credit score system. Obviously, you're going to be tracked there as well. You see that? See how that um article? Try not to touch. Try not to touch on it. Well, oh, seventy seventeen. You got to do this. You're good. We're, we're going to hook you up with all this stuff. You only got to really live here. Here, take take this UBI. Take this UBI. 
they they fail to they fail to tell you about the social about how really how much the social credit system is going to impact whether or not you're going to get this stuff. So yeah, Canada, you suck. I hate it. You guys are terrible. Canada, do better. I wish the best for the Canadian people because, fellas, it is it is hard for you. It really is. Um, is Kingdom always making leg day great for me? Hey, I'm glad I can, my man. I'm glad I can. Um, but actually, I think I'm running long here. Nick is streaming. I have to do clips of today's show that are probably done tomorrow. I am going to head out. Hope you all have a beautiful day and a beautiful night. Try not to let the gas up stress you too much. I know I have a habit of letting this stuff get to me sometimes, which is natural. I have to live in it. My family has to live in it. I think I'm always thinking about how, how I'm going to provide for my family, make sure my family is okay, well fed. I don't want these people to starve because if they're starving, I feel like I'm failing. I have to make sure my family is okay. And when I see stuff like this, it puts it, it, it makes me worry. And it should make you worry too. So do your best to stick up for those in need, best of your friends and family. They're struggling. Don't be don't be um stingy, right? Um, if you can, um, but what I did for my brother and his and his fiance, soon to be wife, because I told them it's better to be married. Stop stop being just fiance. You can't be y'all can't be engaged for fifty years. If you're gonna be engaged, you mean you're mean you're gonna get married. Don't be sitting here engaged for years on end because that's you're just wasting your time. But get married. There's better tax benefits with that as well. Also, if I were to get into office in Arkansas, I mean I can't um. And um, affect everything on national level, yeah. But I would make it to where if you were getting married, you would get more tax benefits because of that. Because I believe a married family, people who create creating families, making babies, that is better for society. So yeah, married people should be getting better tax benefits than those people who are just living together and not married. Frankly, because God says it's better to be married. And if you are not married, it is a sin. You are you are um, what's that called? Cohabitation. Not cool. Don't do it. People who people who cohabitate um, before getting married actually have a higher rate of, the, of being a higher chance of being divorced than those who wait to live together um, and then get married. People who wait to live together and get married have a much higher success rate than those who have lived together before get, getting married. You would think, what's the difference there? I don't know. I'd say God. I'd say God is the difference if it ain't clear. Anyways, I'll wrap it up there. Y'all have a beautiful night. Um, Eat bacon, eat your eggs, get your protein up, go to the gym. Like my man Nathan here is hitting them legs. Yeah. Love God. Love your country. And if you're an Arkansan like me, God first, family first, Arkansas first. You all have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I will see you next time.